Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Slightly Warped Podcast. And I'm Rick, joined as always by Big Show. What's up, man? What is going on, sir? I know that you are on cloud nine. And everyone who's, you know, anyone who's just tuned in for the first time, if they just look at your uh, back room there and see all that wonderful red and gold. Yes, sir. That is what we are talking about today. The Super Bowl. And uh, is that is that coming up here? That, that's coming up here. Believe it or not, that's on Sunday. And, I forgot all about it. We got a lot of things going on, and I highly doubt you forgot about it. Anybody who bleeds red and gold, y'all know, y'all y'all all came out the woodwork on social media this week. So it's all good. It's all good. Um, what's that storyline in all the all the Marvel movies that you know you play the hero long enough that you live to be the villain? That's where the, <laughs> that's where the Chiefs are now. That's where I'm going to start off with because we are talking all things Super Bowl. And this first thing that I want to talk about are the Chiefs, the new Patriots. In other words, are they the team that everyone loves to hate? Um, there's a constant unwavering cycle in American sports. We love you when you're on the way up. We applaud you when you reach the top. We hate you when you stay there too long. So, Kansas City Chiefs. Welcome to the loathing zone. Uh, you were a cute story before, but now America is tired of you, your star quarterback, your teddy bear looking coach, your celebrity girlfriend, and most of all, your consistent presence in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to open this up by asking you. Have you achieved Patriot syndrome yet? Not looking at it as a Chiefs fan, because I know if y'all won 10 in a not row, not yet. You wouldn't mind. Not yet. Not yet. We're 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 definitely have crossed over to the man, the Chiefs again, you know, that type of thing. We've crossed over to that, but not not hated just yet. Patriots weren't necessarily hated because they won. They hated because they cheated and won. That's that's what I wanted to uh, touch on. In my mind, in, in my opinion, I mean, I, I have no skin in the game. I have no skin in the game. Neither team right. in the Super Bowl is my team. But looking at it from an objective point of view, you could name a a scenario in which every single New England team went to the Super Bowl, what they did or didn't do to get there. For the Chiefs, it's just been winning football games. No scandals, nothing like that. I applaud you for that, sir. Well, you can't say that because the the their first three Super Bowls they were scandal free. This one hasn't was, had a scandal either. You didn't cheat to get no, there. No, not yet. No, not yet. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to. I'm just saying not yet. But we're just in. We're still in that early stage. the 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 beautiful thing about hating the Patriots is if you look strictly at Tom Brady, he actually played. Two different Hall of Fame careers in the same career. He had two Hall of Fame careers in his one career. Would you explain that to the audience? Well, in his first, what, five, six years as a starter, he won three Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. Didn't go back for 10. Mm -hmm. And then won another four. 
so name, you know, Joe Montana, four Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, uh, hell, I mean, Troy Aikman, three Super Bowls. There you go. Two Hall of Fame careers, one career. One for one player. I could see that. But I think, you know, the Patriots were hated because of the cheating. The fact, you know, we are, this is America, so, you know, you can't win forever and everybody hates you, you know. And obviously, everybody thinks that the refs are not wearing black and white anymore. They're wearing red and white and, you know, I'm just here. I love it. You know, it's 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 finally cool to 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 get some of that hate. I'm all right with it. I know you are. I know you are. Um, but I don't I'm think we're the new Patriots just yet. Let us win Sunday. Then we'll see. Because if we lose Sunday, what's the new scenario going to be? Well, here's the thing. Even if you lose, you're not out of this thing yet as far as future Super Bowls go. Think about it. You won a Super Bowl last year, and it was, quote, unquote, a rebuilding year. You can say retooling if you want to. Who called it a rebuilding year? Y'all did. We didn't. No, the Chiefs I'm didn't. just saying. Right. I mean, I mean just technically, rebuilding when you think about it, got rid of Tyreek Hill. Technically, when you think about it, though, every year for every team is a retooling year to some degree. Oh, yeah, most definitely. But they're just saying it's a rebuilding year because Tyreek Hill was traded. You know, he's not the only player in the NFL that's been traded that right. the other team, you know, I, I I never considered it a rebuilding year. Now, if we don't sign Willie Gay, Sneed, Chris Jones in this offseason, if we don't sign one or two of those three players, then yes, it'll be a rebuilding year the next year. Do you think you can sign all three? No. I And I wouldn't worry about signing Chris Jones or Willie Gay. I would back the Brinks truck up for Willie, for Sneed. Legerious need really over and, Chris Jones. Yeah, Chris Jones is old. Was he got another couple years? Maybe I would I would call them one and one A, and now I'm not necessarily putting one of them ahead of the other. He's thirty something, and you can yes, he's a game wrecker when it comes to defensive line. Mm -hmm. But you can go find another defensive lineman that can be seventy five to eighty five percent of what Chris Jones is. Okay. There's not very many people that can play cornerback like Jerry Sneed. He only gave up one freaking touchdown all year, and that was last week versus the Ravens. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He shut down Tyreek Hill both games. Tyreek Hill, he shut down Tyreek Hill so good in the playoff game that Tyreek Hill tweeted, damn, Sneed jammed me to Cancun. Mm. Didn't see that so, tweet, but I, I you agree know, Sneed is the priority. If I was, you know, just taking my GM hat on, I would actually franchise tag Chris Jones because he's he's franchise taggable and trade him under the franchise tag for a bunch of draft picks. Mm. That's, That's what I would a good do. Idea. And then and then that would free up money and you're able to pay Willie Gay. I can see that. I can see that. Um now on the flip side of it. I would say that y'all are the new Patriots in the fact that not you, not everybody, but I will say a lot of the fan base has become very arrogant. It's that, well, we're supposed to be here every year. Now, there's a thin line when you say that because everybody expects their team to be there every year. Well, 
unless you're a Cleveland Browns fan. But um, or a reality fan, sets in in December. Or a Bronco fan, or a Raider fan, or a Carolina Panther fan. Or, I mean, we can go on. Not every fan base thinks they're going to be in the AFC Championship game, a.k.a. Super Bowl, every year. No, but you hope to be. You you pray that you have a shot. There's probably maybe a half a dozen teams that actually think that they genuinely have a shot to make the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. Not even the Cowboys think they're going to make the Super Bowl every year. Yeah, they shouldn't. They talk about it, but they don't really think it, I don't think. I would I would put and, and I'm Raider fan, I would put Raider fan in that same league with Cowboy fan. We have lofty expectations every year, but come December reality sets in. And maybe it's just because I'm not in Raider conversations very much, but uh, you know, it's with you and a couple of my other buddies uh that are Raiders fans here in Kansas City. I don't really see that from a Raiders fan as you you know say with cowboy fan you know cowboys every year we them boys this is our year you know i don't ever see that with the raiders these last 15 or so years we've learned to uh not be as vocal about it until we do something gotcha and and i'll go to my grave telling you this if we hadn't waited till week nine to fire josh mcdaniels just give me two weeks sooner we might have backdoored into the playoffs even if we went one and out yeah, I mean, yeah. What's your coach's name again? Antonio Brown. Yeah, he uh, he he righted that. Uh, wait, Antonio Pierce. What the hell? I'm I'm going somewhere with Antonio Brown later on, but but uh, yeah, I mean, he did something good with that team. So yeah, Antonio Pierce. It, is, you know, if they would if they would have did two weeks sooner, maybe maybe they might have backdoored in. Now, I will say this, though, for as far as Pierce, and this is all I'm going to say about the Raiders. If he can replicate that going into this season, uh, excuse me, going into the next season from start to finish, we'll be good. But yeah, it's I think going it's to be, be very, very difficult. I think it's going to depend on who they get at quarterback. Yeah. And who they're going to get to play call. Yeah. Um I mean, if I was the GM of the Broncos, the Raiders, or the Chargers, I would already have EB on speed dial just so he can coach against the Chiefs because he knows how they they work. You would think. You would think. And I thought that EB might be a dark horse for uh, Harbaugh and the Chargers, but I believe they're, they, they're getting ready to hire – the ex Ravens Bills offensive coordinator, mm. uh, Roman I, somebody. I don't know what it is that Eric Bieniemy has done, said or whatever that has really rubbed owners and coaches the wrong way. Because if you if you look at his track record, he produces winning teams. Even the uh, almost called them Redskins. Washington Commanders, they were much better than they have been in previous years. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. And but I don't understand. I don't understand either. But that's we can talk about that on another show. 
yeah, we're 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 gonna keep it Super Bowl focused. Um, but yeah, just just finishing out this thing as far as the team that you love to hate. I do get that. That can be any team, especially when they're in the top for a long time. What I do want to touch on about it, though, is for all the people that are coming down on Taylor Swift. Now, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I don't listen to anything that she's made. I could probably only name one song of hers, but there's no need for the Taylor Swift hate. She didn't ask CBS to throw the camera on her every five minutes. And the NFL is only going to do that because the NFL is a cash cow. They are bringing new people to the TV uh, screens. They are bringing new people to the stadiums. They are making money. Why would they stop? It's not her fault. Yeah, I, I, I think this is where the nation, where they start to hate the Chiefs, is going back to last year, the storyline was Jason and Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Their, po- their podcast new heights blew up they played each other in the super bowl it you know mama kelsey became a star so it was a big howdy do and the nfl made a lot of money off the kelsey family last year so that was thrown in your face the entire year okay so now we rolled around to this year now all of a sudden travis called a shot with taylor swift they're together the chiefs are still winning so now something else is being thrown into your face. I think that's where the hate is. It's just because it's just right there. You know, if if we weren't if we were not winning, this Taylor Swift thing wouldn't even be a, a story. Agreed. I mean, look at the pack. Look at the Packers player that's married to Simone Biles. It's not even a story. No, it is not. Flipping and she's at every the, game as well. Flipping it off the Chiefs real quick and talking about the Niners. Let's let's be clear. This team is no slouch. Now, whether they win or lose, we'll talk about that here in a minute. But I think that their coach has a lot to prove and a lot riding on this game. Whereas Kansas City and Big Red, they ain't got nothing to prove. They can play fast and loose. The Niners have to play a nearly flawless game. I disagree. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on Kansas City to win. Uh, just because they want to, and it could be self-inflicted pressure, but they want to be the back-to-back champions. Something mm-hmm. hasn't been done in 20 years. So I think that's a big deal. Um, I don't necessarily think 49ers are the better team. I mean, on paper, maybe. Um, oh, I don't no, I don't think, think they're the better team. Well, you, what did you... You said something at the very beginning that you said they're a something team. I said they're no say? slouch. No slouch. Well, you know, define I slouch. I mean, let's, let's make no mistake about it. We know the Raiders weren't the better team. But for one game. They were that day. They were that day. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's not like that you guys were scrubs either. So. But I digress. We're ta- we're giving the, we're giving well, Las Vegas Raiders too much airtime. This is about the team, the Chiefs, the winners, winners of the AFC West. Um, I, I I I think that yes, the 49ers have a lot of pressure on them. I mean, especially the head coach because what he he lost as the Atlanta coordinator that twenty eight to three debacle against Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
He was up 10 nothing against us a few years ago and lost that by 11 points. It was 21 um, to 10 at halftime. No, nah, it was uh, 20 to 10. 20 to 10? Yeah, because we won Whatever it was, he blew it. Yeah, it was 10 points, and we won by 11. It was 31 to 20 final score. Um, And we scored all 21 points in the last seven minutes of the game. But uh, the, the, what's the coach's – what's his name for the 49ers? Uh, Shanahan, isn't it? Shanahan, yeah. He's he's never beaten uh, Andy Reid, ever. Well, it's not looking good now. It's it's an offer. Mm. Um, and I think it's going to be another one. But I, I don't think that the 49ers are as tough – as people are laying them out to be. I just don't. I mean, just look at their two playoff wins. Packers no. gave them everything they wanted in Detroit. If they had a better coaching staff, they'd have won that game. As I roll into these questions, I'm going to start off here then, because you mentioned the, the toughness. This is one of those rare weeks where there's a week between the AFC and NFC championship games and the Super Bowl. Do you think that extra week helps either one of these teams? I think it helps them both, but it's been that it's always been a week in between the two. Not not every year. Uh, it has for the last fifteen to twenty years. Has it? Uh, yeah, it's been that way for a long time. So I think uh, right to the end of the nineties is when maybe it was one time, but it always was two weeks in between. Um, so it's that's not a big deal. I think yes, rest wise, it's good for them. Uh, it's good for the Chiefs because Andy Reid, off coming off a bye, his record's pretty good. Uh, when he has two weeks to prepare, so that's that's pretty good. I, I don't really think it being the Super Bowl and the fact that they both have to travel and things like that that it's that big of an advantage or disadvantage for the for the week off. Yeah, because travel wise, you're already there. So yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you still had to travel. You know, you had to stay at home for one week, travel Sunday to get there Monday, and then now you're in the middle of all the hoopla that goes yeah. along with it before you can actually focus on the game. I do like the fact that the NFL banned all players that are participating in the game from uh, doing any gambling. That's going to cut back from any of these boneheads that might go out the night before and do something stupid. What do you mean? They can't go out in casino and play cards? No gambling for either players from any team that's participating in the Super Bowl. If you're right. eliminated and you're just there, taking it all in, do whatever you want. But no Chief or no Niner can gamble right from now I, up until the final gun of the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I didn't hear that. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think that really counts. There's still strip clubs and shit to get into. Oh well, yeah, they're gonna do what they that, don't do, but that'll that'll get you in trouble. You know what I mean? That's true. Hey, um, swinging it back to these Chiefs, regardless of if they win or if they lose, do you do you consider them a dynasty? Um, if they lose, no. If they win, yes. Hmm. Okay. I want to talk about Taylor again real quick. So if you want to say, if you want to say AFC dynasty, okay. But dynasty in my mind is going to be the entire league. Right. And normally, and normally three championships is that defining factor. 
Okay. No matter how many times you get there, has to be three wins. Yeah, you know, three and above is a dynasty. And the fact that we would have three in four years, yeah, would be the same as what the Cowboys did in the nineties. Mm-hmm. They won three in four years. That is true. All right. Um, I want to talk about current Super Bowl odds. Now, at the time that you know I was preparing, this the line may have changed, but we're going to go by where we are right now. As far as the 49ers and the Chiefs, the the spread has um Let me see. I think I think it was two and a half when I looked at it this morning. Okay, because I've got one and a half. So if it's gone to two and a half, do you think that'll hold? Uh no. Chiefs are gonna win, so they're they're underdogs, so that, that point spread's not gonna matter. We're gonna win outright. Okay. Um the over under was forty seven and a half points. That's a lot of points. I'm gonna I'm gonna say under, but what do you say? What's the over under? Forty seven and a half. I got maybe forty five to forty seven total points being scored. Like I'm looking twenty seven twenty, twenty four, twenty seven, twenty one. I honestly believe it's gonna be more like that Ravens game. Maybe a few more right, points. But we Right, but we should have had 25 points in that game. Should have, but the final score was 17 to 10. I'm right, thinking because it might of coaching be coaching like, decisions. I think it might be like 23 to 17 or something like that. Well, that's still 24, 17, 27, 20. I think we're going to win by touchdown. Yeah, but but that's well under that 47 and a half. So. Well, 27 to 20 is 47 points, so that's not well under 47 and a half. No, no, I didn't say 27 <laughs> to 20. I said 27 to seven, I said twenty-four to seventeen, right? Yeah. So, yeah, Which that is, is what, under. five, five, five points under. Hey, when you're gambling, that's enough to lose. That half a point will kill you. Yeah, it sure will. And uh, kids, if you are a gambler, call one eight hundred bets off. I just want to throw that in there. Ricky and Big Show are not endorsing gambling any way shape or form all right just for fun interceptions purdy uh one interception you take the over or the under on that i'm sorry say that again interceptions brock purdy gonna throw one you say over or under we don't really our defense doesn't really turn the ball over we don't really get a whole lot of turnover so i'd probably say under Mahomes, one, over or under? Under. He's not going to throw any picks. All right. Touchdowns. Kelsey, going to score? That's Probably. One. Probably. Kittle, will he score? Probably. Pacheco. Probably. McCaffrey. Probably. Oh, damn. You can, <laughs> this is a close game. <laughs> well, that's 14 points right there for each team. So Valdez Scantling. Is he going to catch a ball or score? Score. No. 
Brandon Ayuk? Mm, I'm going to say no. Okay. Who's your offensive sleeper during the Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs? I'll be honest. If he plays, Kadarius Toney. You think, think I'm he's playing? got something to prove, huh? Yes. I, I, if if they actually, because he's he's active, um, I I would say he would. He's got something to prove. He's seen MVS out there the last few weeks making amends. Here, here's here's who I got for Kansas City's offensive sleeper. Who's y'all's second tight end? Blake Bell. I think he's going to do a couple of amazing things because they're going to be too focused on Kelsey. Mm, I'm not really. I, I'm not worried. I don't think so. I mean, no more than what normal. They're not going to be able to guard Kelsey. Okay. Who's your offensive sleeper for the 49ers? Shit, I don't even know who's on their offense. Uh, who's I don't think he's a sleeper. Receiver? Who's I, I don't think he's a sleeper, but um, I'm going to say Debo Samuel is going to show out. I don't know, man. For you to say that CMC is going to show out, and I know you didn't say that, but people are saying this, that CMC is going to show out, the Kittle's going to show out, that Debo's going to show out, you obviously have not watched any Chiefs defensive tape. No, I, I, I'm not saying any of them are going to show out. I'm not saying you. Not saying I'm not saying you in general. But if Debo is the one catching the balls, I guarantee you Snead will be put on him, and he will no longer catch any more balls. I would think that Snead would be on IU. Snead's going to be on the number one wide receiver. That that should be Brandon Ayuk then. Not if Debo's catching all the balls. Oh, you mean if he starts to get hot and yeah, okay, they're going to okay. put their yeah. But then McDuffie ain't no slouch either. No, no, that's true. You know, and then our two our two safeties are pretty dope too. Although I wish Brian Cook was playing, but um, yeah, I yeah, no. Who's your defensive sleeper for Kansas City? Defensive sleeper, yeah. Tranquil. Okay. What about San Francisco? Man, I don't really know who their defensive guys are. Uh, it doesn't matter. The, 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 the water boy. <laughs> He's taking care of some thirsty players. Good for him. <laughs> That's some high-quality H2O. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, so now we get to the tougher stuff as we wrap it up. Who do you got winning the game, even though we already know who you got? Um, I've been – I mean, obviously, Chiefs, I have it. But I've been debating on what kind of game it's going to be. I do not foresee it being a – 38 to 34 football game like it was last year in the Super Bowl. I could be wrong because games change and uh mm -hmm. you know if we're if we're down, you know, Mahomes can do his thing. Right. I picked this score like two minutes after 49ers won the game last week. And I'm gonna go ahead and stick with it. But the Chiefs 24, 49ers 17. What? You do realize that's the same score I said a few minutes ago because yeah, I know. That's, that's what I said I'm going twenty-seven with. 
I said 27 to 20, 27, 21, 24, 20, somewhere in that arena. I was okay. going to go 24, 20, but at 24, 17. All right. This is going to shock y'all. The Niners are going to win. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, I have the exact same score, 24-17 Kansas City. I and, and and even though this is a close score, I don't think the game will be this close. There might see, be a that's garbage ex- touchdown for San Francisco. That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. I, I This game is not going to be as close as that score dictates. Yeah. The, the Chiefs are going to dominate this football game. Okay, so... Since we've got them winning, we got them dominating. Who's your MVP? Is it Patty Mahomes? Oh yeah, without a doubt. Not Kelsey. No. Okay. Because for Kelsey to have all those accolades, Patrick's gonna have to throw him the ball. So Patrick is also gonna have those those stats. Now, I will go out on a limb on this. If our defense is dogging, like dogs, Sneed will be my dark horse MVP. Okay, okay. Who's going to score first, San Francisco or Kansas City? Um, I'm going to say Kansas City because if we win the toss, we'll, we'll defer and be on defense. They'll, they'll go three and out. And then we'll we'll march down and score like we did against the Ravens. Here's my thing: the worst thing that can happen for the Niners is for their defense to make a play and do something stupid in the end zone. Remember that Niners fan? You don't post for pictures until the game is over. It's gonna happen. We're gonna. It's. I. I think this is the the week that Brock Purdy comes back down to earth. Um, there's a reason why he was picked dead last in the NFL. Um, you know, he's not the second coming of Tom Brady. I, I, I can't give the 49ers credit for drafting him and him being so well, because again, he was the very last pick in the draft. So it's not like he was a dark, Ooh, let's keep him to the very last. You know, I don't think that was part of their strategy. They lucked into this guy basically. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's also a cool little, uh, strategy on how both coaches play or, mm-hmm. or build their team, build their teams. Uh, Shanahan gets, um, out of this world, uh, position players, wide receivers, tight ends, uh, line, defensive line, linebackers, and gets a jag of a quarterback, just a guy, right? Where the, where the Chiefs have the best quarterback probably ever to breathe and then build the team around him. So it's definitely two total different philosophies. Um, so it's going to be kind of be fun on, to watch that aspect too. Okay, circling back to Antonio Brown, not Pierce, what player do you think on either team is going to have just a stupid bonehead moment and mess something up? Uh, the Chiefs have been playing very, very uh, disciplined. So I can't pick anything other than, you know, a stupid false start or holding penalty from the offensive line. That would be Jerron Taylor, I think is his name. He'd be an easy one to pick. 
get an inopportune holding penalty. Um, now, here's my bonehead. I don't really, I don't really know about the 49ers. Here's my bonehead. Remember, I told you Debo Samuel's going to show out. Mm -hmm. He's also going to make a key mistake. He's going to fumble in a clutch situation. That, I'm down I can for see it. that happening. What, did you get mailed the script already? No. No, I did oh, not. Okay. The NFL said that they would not allow me to read it. I'd have to watch it like everybody else. Gotcha. Just checking. And for all you conspiracy theorists out there, the colors are dark red and purple, not dark red and yellow for the Super Bowl logo. So uh, that theory is blown. Nah, it's really not. <laughs> we'll have to discuss that on different on a different podcast, but there's definitely more than that. Because they're saying that because of that logo, the NFL had to flip the script, so to speak. Mm. And then so have you seen the 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 Lays commercial with uh Marshawn Lynch and Robin Gronkowski and they're talking about Yeah. Every time you buy a chip it's it's like winning the Super Bowl. I've seen that. The part of the conspiracy theories of that is if you, you remember what color the confetti was that came out of the out of the bag. I don't even remember that color. Red and yellow. Oh, really? So that's okay. the conspiracy that they want the Chiefs to win. Wow. And if that's it, the case, God bless the God bless the NFL script writers, and I appreciate it because I'm telling you, the way you wrote the script in the nineties pour my heart out all those years this is just sweet redemption as an adult if there are nfl script writers and i know we promise not to bring up the raiders again but why did you call a fumble a tuck that's what i want to know writers because that was 2001 and that was the same year that uh uh 9-11 so the patriot it was a, it was cool to be a patriot that year Patriotic. They had to win the Super Bowl. The script was in effect then. Yep. Wow. This has been a really good one. Football season's winding down. We uh, we definitely got more great content for y'all, but I want anybody who's anybody who's listening or watching, leave us a comment. Let us know who you got winning and be bold. Give us the score. We both, and you will rarely find us in agreement on these, these shows, but today... We both got 20, 24 to 17 Chiefs. I want to hear from you. I'm going to even do a window. It's going to be 24 17, 24 20, somewhere in that arena. Yeah. Now watch them score like 50 points and just blow everything for us. Man, that would be awesome if we scored 50 points. Well, if you're going to go, go big. Make it 72. Yeah, let's, let's just, I mean, I would love it to be like that beatdown that the, that the Cowboys laid on the Bills in ninety what two what was it like fifty three to seven or some shit like that? I'm I'm okay with that. I would love to have a beat down like that. At, but, least, at least that's a beat down. You got Scott Norwood we going do wide right when you could win the game, and that's a yeah. Crusher. But that yeah, that was their first Super Bowl. By the time they got to the Cowboys, it was their third Super Bowl. They were already they'd already had it ran through them twice. That's true. Well, show. Appreciate you, man. It's been nice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It has. Now, Enjoy now the we got to do is uh, 
sit back, watch the game. You got any uh, plans for where you're watching the game? What you doing? Nah, just on my couch. Make some make some chicken wings. May may partake in an adult beverage and uh, call it a night. I I will probably do something similar. Uh, order a couple pizzas and uh, definitely some beverages. Uh, and I might do that instead. I might order pizza and get the chicken wings. That, there like you that go. Too, and I want to do shit. Huh, that's, that's a good idea. Oh no, that day I ain't doing nothing. I'm laying around from sun up to sundown, and you can best believe I'm I'm gonna soak it all in. Yes, sir. Even the old halftime show. While I got a few seconds, are you looking forward to Usher? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, man. it's it's no J Lo and Shakira, but I'll, I'll take it. I guess. I'm gonna have to find that one on YouTube and play it back. <laughs> right. Because exactly. her hips didn't lie. No, I digress. Didn't. Hey, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yes, thank uh, don't you. Don't forget to hit Big show. Hit, Take us on hit out the of here. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Hit that little alarm button for when my man pops up the little things, and you'll know that uh, we're on board here. Uh, Absolutely. We we do apologize. We weren't on here last week, so hopefully we'll get a little bit more steady, and you'll get weekly content. Um, I got some great ideas moving forward, so hopefully we can get those out to you guys and. This be a great year. Don't forget, tomorrow's not promised. Take your PTO today. Love y'all. Peace out. All right. Y'all take care.